Welcome back to Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Leo Blodner. This is Abe Lovage. And today, since the offseason is wrapping up, we're going to briefly go over each Eastern Conference team's moves. But before we get into that, we're going to be going over some more recent news on the upcoming season. Abe, get us started. Yeah, here's some news. Helmet ads, like what they have in Europe, is going to be coming to the NHL. I think it's a good idea because like, it's going to generate much more revenue and what nothing really wrong with that. And also... Fans might be allowed in stadiums in the states and provinces that allow them regularly. So that's definitely definitely a plus. And but sadly, the Canadian teams they could be moved to the U.S. if they can't reach an agreement with the provincial health authorities. And if if that happens, then the Minnesota Wild will go to the Pacific Division, and the Dallas Stars will go to the Central. And then big cities are going to be seeking to host those NH- those. Canadian teams. Also, a 56-game season is probably going to be the most likely scenario as of right now with no wild card race. Instead, the top four in each division will make the playoffs. Yeah. All right. So after that great news um, about the season actually happening and what's actually going to happen, we're going to get right into the Eastern Conference team's moves. So as of Saturday, December 19th, 6.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, we'll start with the Bruins because they're first alphabetically. First, they gained Craig Smith and Greg McKegg, but they lost big pieces in Tory Krug, Joachim Nordstrom, and Alex Petrovich. Uh, I'm going to give them a C- here. I just the, – the loss of Krug just really sucks for them. I mean, he's a big part of their power play. Decent defensively, but he was really there for the offense. See if Grizzly can, you know, step up and take kind of Tory Krug's role, but – Losing him is going to be a big loss, and they didn't really do much. They didn't sign any big pieces. They signed Craig Smith, who's like, all right. So I'm going to give him a C-. Also didn't have that great of a draft, in my opinion. Yeah, like I think Craig Smith is definitely a really good addition to the team. He really helps with the depth. But because of the loss of Tory Krug, I'm going to be giving them a C. Like, yes, they also lost Joachim Nordstrom and Alex Petrovic. But they were bottom liners. And true, they were good, but they were not even close to as crucial as Tory Krug was, and I, I, it was just a bad offseason for the Bruins. That's just how I see it. Yeah, so let's move on to the Buffalo Sabres. They gained Taylor Hall, Cody Eakin, Tobias Rader, Brandon Davidson, Matt Irwin, and Eric Stahl, but they lost Marcus Johansson, Johan Larson, Wayne Simmons, and Dominic Cahoon. Leo, what yeah, they think? also lost Jimmy VC there. Some big pieces that were moved out, but that's okay. I think this is a great offseason by the Sabres. I'm going to give them an A. Um, I just think with Jack, like they need Jack Eichel to stay and they want him to stay. So they're going to put him, they're going to sign Taylor Hall first, who's like a huge free agent, huge forward. He's going to play on his left wing. And, you know, like they did lose Mojo and Wayne Simmons and Cahoon and BC. But I mean, right now, I think their top priority isn't winning and it's keeping Eichel and especially like. A lot of people had some controversy with their draft picks. Like, they didn't like them that much. Uh, it was all right, in my opinion. But they did get some big pieces, some big uh, depth pieces in return in Eakin, Reader, Irwin, and Stahl. So I think it was an A offseason for the Sabres. Yeah, I'm going to be giving them an A minus because, yes, with the pieces like Taylor Hall, Cody Eakin, Tobias Reader, Brandon Davis, and Matt and Eric Stahl, like, definitely huge pluses all, all around. They definitely gained a lot more than they lost. And I think that's def- – and the added depth is definitely going to help 
mid to late season this season because like Buffalo always does, they're amazing out of the gate in the beginning of the season, then they start to decline. But I think that with this depth, it's really going to keep them going much longer throughout the season. And so I gave them an A-. minus. Yeah, moving on to the Carolina Hurricanes. They gained Jesper Foss, Jeremy Bracco, David Gus, Sheldon Rampal, and Joachim Ryan. They lost Joel Edmondson, Justin Williams, Sammy Vatanen, Anton Forsberg, and Trevor Van Riemsdyk. I'm giving them a D on this one. I mean, they lost some big defensive pieces in Vatanen and Edmondson. They lost Mr. Game 7 himself, Justin Williams. They lost all. They also lost Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Sorry, I missed that. Uh, they did get uh, Jesper Fast, so or Jesper Fast. I thought, I mean, he's he's a decent forward, but really they lost some big pieces defensively, and their struggles weren't up front. It was behind playing defense with because they have some great offensive players in Aho and Sveshnikov, but really like their goaltending tandem isn't great in Reimer and uh, um, Mrazek, and so. I think losing these big defensive pieces really isn't going to help, especially after trading uh, a lot to get Sammy Vatten in at the trade deadline. Yeah, also, like I'm getting, going to be giving them a C minus because I just did not like what I saw here with Carolina. Like, yes, they they got players that are pretty decent, like Jesper Faust, like you said, but losing Joel Edmondson, Justin Williams and Trevor Van Zuzek and more, they, they just lost so much more talent than they gained. They just, I'm giving, like a C minus is what they get. But let's go on to Columbus. Like they gained Max Domi, Miko Koivu, Cole Sherwood, Mikhail Goryanko, Cliff Poo, but they lost Devin Shore, Josh Anderson, Ryan Murray, Marcus Nervara. And I'm going to be giving them an A because like I see – this is a net gain across the board. True, Josh Anderson was really good, along with Devin Shore and Ryan Murray. But Miko Koivu was basically a huge chunk of the wild. And when you're a big part of that team, you've got to be good. I, he, he's really good. He's only going to do well for the team. In addition to Max Domi, like, I think giving them an A across the board, this was perfect. Well, not perfect, but I see this as definite plus. I'll give them... I'll give him a B plus. I'll give him a B plus. Yes, they did get Max Domi and Koivu and Gregorenko, but um, you know they did lose Josh Anderson, who was a big piece and they're like big physical, you know, kind of way of playing. They did lose Ryan Murray, a big defenseman. So I'll give him a B plus. Uh, wait, Abe. Uh, yes. who do they gain again? Cliff what? <laughs> What was his last name? I think I missed it. Um, I think it's in my notes here. I have Cliff Pooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on to the Red Wings. All right, moving on to the Red Wings. Um, so first start of who they gained. They gained Vladislav Nemesnikov, great Russian name right there. Thomas Grice. Troy Stetcher, John Merrill, Bobby Ryan, and Mark Stahl. They lost Jimmy Howard, Trevor Daly, Jonathan Erickson, Madison Bowie, and Brandon Perlini. I'll give them a B minus. I mean, they know that they're tanking, and so losing like those uh, pieces didn't really hurt them. They had a solid draft, but they didn't really wow me in anything. So that's why I'll give them a B minus. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give them a C plus here because. 
they yes they gained some pretty good players they also lost some pretty decent players but they didn't but the draft is the thing that's really saving them here with with an amazing draft so like they didn't really do much besides the draft so i'm just going to go ahead and give them a c plus like it's bad like it wasn't good it wasn't that bad it's like pretty solid mm-hmm. but so now let's move on to the florida panthers they gained Carter Verhage, Rado du- Radko Gudas, Vinny Hinostroza, Marcus Nuevara, Patrick Hornquist, and Anthony Duclair. But they lost Josh Brown, Evgeny Dadunov, Mark Piesk, Drayden Hunt, <laughs> Lucas Walmart, Mike Matheson, Dominic Toninato, and Emil Just. Yeah. Leo, what do you uh, think? Some really tough names to pronounce there. I mean, the announcers, I'm sure, are going to have oh, – I'm sure the announcers are pretty happy that Mark Pissick, Dadinov, uh, Walmark, Matheson, the other ones, I don't know how to pronounce them. I'm sure they're really happy they're gone because it's probably very difficult to, um, you know, pronounce their names. Uh, but I'd give them a C+. Plus. Uh, actually, no, no. Uh, C, uh, maybe B-, B minus C+. Plus. Uh, I'll give him a C plus plus or B minus minus, whatever's in between there. Um, I think like the Panthers, they made good moves. The only issue is that they're gonna be mediocre. Maybe make the first round and then lose. So does it really make a difference? I think they gotta be committed. Either go one way or the other, but you can't just be mediocre this whole time. That's why I don't really like it. Yeah, I'm gonna give them a B plus because. In, in my opinion, the best player they lost was Evgeny Dadunov. He's great. But getting Patrick Hornquist and Anthony Duclair and Carter Verhage, like those are I see as like the big three names they put on the season. But like you said, they're still going to be mediocre. But they're still better. Like You can't just jump from kind of eh to like an amazing team in one offseason. It's going to take some years for them to build up. But So I'm going to give them a B-plus for this. It was pretty good. But they're not complete yet. I just don't see it as complete. No, oh, that's fair. Like they did improve, but I mean they're still gonna be mediocre. All right, whatever. We'll so we'll move on. Montreal Canadiens. They gained Tyler Toffoli, Josh Anderson, Jake Allen, Joel Edmondson, Alexander Romanov. And they lost Carl Alsner, Max Domi, and Keith Kincaid. I'm giving them an A plus. This is a perfect off season for them. They played this perfectly. They got big pieces into Foley, Anderson, Allen to back up um Price, Price really needs, like, the rest. He can't play 70 games a season. So I think this is some great job. It was a great job by the Canadians front office getting all these pieces, not to mention also Joel Edmondson. Uh, he was great for the Hurricanes. I think this is just great. Uh, this is a great offseason from them. They're really going to improve playing that Canadian division. I think they'll, they'll definitely be a top three seed, in my opinion, uh, behind the Oilers and Leafs. Uh, I think they'll be a three seed, maybe, maybe even a two seed. I think they can surprise a lot of people. This team is going to be really good. I just, for them, I just hope Josh Anderson, they signed him to a big contract. I just hope he doesn't get hurt like he was recently and just doesn't play well. Yeah, I'm going to be giving them an A, just a solid A, because in my, I love Tyler Trafoli. I think that that was a great acquisition by the Habs. And I also love the trade that they made with Josh Anderson and Max Romy. That was super beneficial for both the Habs and Columbus. And like you said, Jake Allen's definitely good addition. But, like, they lost Carl Asner and Max Domi as a big piece. But, yes, like, the trade was super beneficial. But they still lost. So, but an A, 
across the board an amazing offseason for them. Let's move on to the New Jersey Devils. They gained Andreas Johansson, Ryan Murray, Corey Crawford, and Scott Wedgwood, but they lost Kevin Rooney, Mirko Mueller, John Hayden, Frederick Clayson, and Corey Schneider. Leo, what do you think? Um, I'll give them a B plus. I think they drafted really well, drafting Holt and uh, Dawson Mercer. Well, I don't know. Their twentieth overall pick, they picked Shakir Makamudulin. Um, he was like not even close to being projected as a first round pick, and so I think that's a bad pick. Right here, I mean, they're not a good team. I don't think they'll do very well anyways. So. Uh, I mean, their moves didn't really make it. I think their moves definitely made them a little bit better. Getting Johansson, getting Murray definitely helped out the back end. Getting Corey Crawford to help uh, alleviate some of the pressure off Blackwood. But I just, I mean, they're still going to be, like, bad. And they didn't nail their picks. They did get Holtz, who I think is amazing. So I'll give them a B plus. That's why. Yeah. Like, yes, they did have a really good draft, and I think their best acquisition was Corey Crawford, but they also lost some pretty decent players like Frederick Clayson, John Hayden, Corey Schneider. But, yes, I think their draft is their saving grade here. Like, I'm going to give them a B, B B-minus, probably B-minus, because they didn't have a good offseason, but the draft really saved them. Yeah, all right. Pretty pretty good stuff. So I think we'll move on to the Islanders. They got Corey Schneider, Austin Zarnick, Ilya Sororkin, who's very good. We'll get into him later. But they did trade away that uh, the Von Taves also, Christopher Gibson, Thomas Grice, Andy Green, and Matt Martin left. Um, I'm giving them an A- minus if they can get Barzell on a good, cheap bridge deal. But so far, I'll give them, so far, I'll give them a B. Once they get that deal done, it's going to be very important. Their top priority is getting Barzell to resign. But – they did get Sororkin, who's really good from Russia. He's a tremendous goalie. So we'll see how long it takes him to stay go- to take over the starting job. Yes, I think that they gained all really good players. Like like you said, with Sororkin, Austin Shazarnik, Zarnik, and Corey Schneider. I think those are all great players. But then they also lost pretty equal level players, in, in my opinion, with Devon Taves, Christopher Gibson, Thomas Grice. But thing is, I'm going to give him like a C. That's like it's a middle range. They didn't change that much skill wise, in my opinion. But if Barzal comes back, it, that improves their grade because they cannot afford to lose Barzal this season. They were really good last year. They surprised a lot of people in the playoffs. But if they lose Barzal, I don't see them doing well. But l- let's move on to the other New York team, the New York Rangers. They gained Alexi Lafreniere, Jack Johnson, Colin Blackwell, Kevin Rooney, Keith Kincaid, Anthony. Benito, and Johnny Brodsky, Brozinski, but they lost Mark Stahl, Jesper Fess, and Hank the King, Henry Lundqvist. Leo, yeah. go ahead. Well, I'm going to give an A-. minus. Like I understand a lot of people might be thinking, Leo, that's a little too high. But nah, Lafreniere is the future of this league. I don't care who else they lost. He's going up there, A-. minus. Lundqvist, I love Lundqvist, man. But he is the third goalie on this team behind Georgiev and uh, Shesterkin. So I don't think I – mean, he didn't really have uh, a role anyways. So losing Mark Stahl doesn't really matter. He's old. And Jesper Foss is the only good piece that left. They did get some solid pieces in Lafreniere. There you go. Yeah. That's, That's why I'm giving him an A-. Just right. from left. Nobody on this planet 
could say that they made the wrong decision getting Laugh. But aside from that, they didn't they, they didn't they signed a lot of players, but a lot of bottom tier players, like nowhere close on the level of Laugh. So like I'm gonna give them like a B B plus range because they lost Mark Stahl and Jesper Faust. Those are all great players. And Hank the King, of course. But he, like you said, he was getting older. He's way out of his prime. But I'm just going to stick with B+. It's just yeah. what it is at this point. I respect it. I respect it. I move on to the Ottawa Senators. They gained Evgeny Dadanov, Eric Goodbranson, Matt Murray, Josh Brown, Logan Shaw, and Austin Watson. They lost Mark Borowiecki, Ryan Callahan, Ron Hainsey, Herbert Lebrie. I don't know how to say his name. Clark MacArthur, uh, Scott Saborin, Craig Anderson, Mikhail Bodker, Andreas Angelin, and Anthony Duclair. I'm giving them an A. Like, they know that they suck, and they know that they're finally tanking, and all of their good aging players are, like, not good, but, like, solid. They all left. They got that enough, which surprised me because he's, like, actually good. And Murray, they didn't have a goalie, so they got a goalie. That's cool. But, like, I don't understand why. Um, they kind of suck. I got, you know, whatever. You know, maybe keep Kachuk happy. But it's, it's all right. I'll give them an A. They know that they suck, and they got rid of all those players. I'm going to disagree with you there a little bit, but not too much, of course. Like, I think they net game. They lost old veteran players who are definitely on the decline. But they got Matt Murray. And a, a couple episodes ago, we talked about Matt Murray's situation going into Ottawa and how he was so good in 2016. But then Marc-Andre Fleury came, and Matt Murray got shit on. Like, he got absolutely trashed by the fans. I thought we were not swearing. Oh, right. My apologies to those <laughs> at home. But right. I feel very strongly about this. And Matt Murray, he, we know when, the, when things are going for him, things are going for him strong. We saw that in the 2016 playoffs. And I truly believe that he can return back to that state this season because, like, when he was bad in Pittsburgh, he was trashed on by the fans. I said that before, like, a couple of seconds ago. Like, I see this as a net game. I'm giving them an A over here. Matt Murray, all the way. I'm riding him this season. Uh, That's fair. That's fair because they hated him. The Pittsburgh fans hated him when he was good because he replaced Flurry, and then hated him when he was bad right after because he sucked. So – I think maybe that got through his head. You know, goalies, it's all, uh, it's not really, like, they're all very athletic, but what separates them, what separates the best of the best is that they're there mentally. And I think if Matt Murray, you know, changes scenery, maybe more of like a low profile area like Ottawa or like, you know, maybe I think it'll be, be good for him. You know, I think it'll be good for him. I think he'll be better than he was last year, but I don't think he'll be as good as when he won back to back cups. Okay. Well, let's move on to the Philly Flyers. They gained Eric Gustafsson, Derek Pouliot, and they lost Matt Niskakin, Tyler Pitlick, Nate Thompson, Andy Wolenski, and Derek Grant. I'm just going to go ahead and give them a solid C. They kept good players throughout the season. They gained players like Gustafsson, who I think was definitely a good acquisition, but then they lost like Nate Thompson, Matt Niskakin, which was like, I, well, it's like pretty solid here. They didn't do that much. So I'm going to give them a C. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. I'll give them a C. I mean, they didn't do 
didn't really need to change anything. I did fine. I didn't gain too much. I didn't lose too much. So, uh, Eric Gustafson, I was a good pickup on the defense. So, that's it. That's my grade. Not not too good, not too bad. Yeah. Moving on, Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, they gained Michael Matheson, Maxime Legacy, Frederick Goudreau, Evan Rodriguez, Josh Curry, Mark Jankowski, Kasperi Kapanen, Cody Ceci. They lost uh, Matt Murray, Patrick Hornquist, Patrick Marlowe, Justin Schultz, Connor Sheary, and Dominic Simone. Uh, I'm giving them a D minus. They lost a lot here. Um, I mean, they they still have to go and compete, uh, and they just ended up losing a lot of pieces. Right? They're not bad enough to rebuild. They lost a lot. I like like these pieces just aren't good enough. Like I understand they got Kapanen and CC who sucks. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think CC is a negative signing. Uh, I think he's just going to be a liability. He's terrible. Casper Ka- Kapanen was good, but it doesn't doesn't really matter. I mean, they're not going to win the Stanley Cup. So there you go. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. For Pittsburgh, this offseason sucked. It was terrible. Like I'm giving them an F. They failed in my book because, yes, they, they got a lot of players, but no one like that crucial to their team. And they lost amazing players, such as Patrick Hornquist and Patrick Merlot. Yes, they lost Matt Murray, who I have very high, who I hold in very high regard, but he wasn't good in Pittsburgh. He wasn't going to stay good in Pittsburgh. But so it was okay for Pittsburgh that they lost him. But they just lost so much. And they just got a lot of players, not a lot of talent in return. F. They failed. I'm sorry. They they failed. But let's go on to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Didn't really do much, but they re-signed a lot of good players. They they had they won the cup. Their team is amazing, and they just kept it. Like something I say is, if something's not broken, don't really fix it. They did that. I'm gonna go give them like a B plus, A minus, because they didn't really improve. They didn't really fail, and but their team was so good to begin with. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, their big challenge the off season was re-signing their RFAs because they have no cap. See, the only issue with being really good is that, you know, you got to pay your players a lot of money because they're good. So they did sign Sergeyev on a steal. They signed some of their RFAs. But Tyler Johnson, uh, got to try and get rid of him. I mean, there's not much they can do. They can't really sign him. So I'll give him a B plus, A minus, like Abe. Uh, they didn't need to change anything, and they didn't. They're already the best team in the NHL. So good job for them. Yeah, yeah, basically. Moving on, Toronto Maple Leafs. <clears throat> Sorry. They gained Jimmy VC, TJ Brody, Joe Thornton, Wayne Simmons, Aaron Dell, Zach Bogosian, Travis Boyd, and Alexander Barbanov. I don't know. Barbanov. They lost Tyson Berry, Cody Cece, Kyle Clifford, Mika Salamaki, Jeremy Bracco, Frederick Gauthier, and Evan Rodriguez. I'll give them a C plus. They don't need all these old people on one-year contracts on their team. Uh, I don't think it matters, like, especially Simmons, Thornton. That doesn't doesn't help them that much. Like, yeah, experience, but, like, cool. Like, doesn't doesn't really help. TJ Brody, I thought that was a great um, acquisition by them. You know, and he's not even being paid that much. So I, I think that was good by them. Uh, Aaron Dell, solid backup option. But, I mean, overall, it doesn't really matter. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm giving them them like a C plus, B minus, maybe even B, because. Oh, and they also lost Kasperi Kapanen. Sorry. 
Right. Yeah. Yes. And like they did lose a lot of decent players. They did get a lot of veterans, but I think they have a pretty good team. And with these veterans, I think that they're going to help their younger stars become better. And one quote from Joe Thornton is sticking in my mind here. Like Joe Thornton said that like the Leafs are the team that's going to win the cup. He's going to go, Joe Thornton's trying to go to to the best team he can. He thinks that the Leafs are are going to win. I'm like, they do have a good team and definitely the veterans help for morale there and help turn their good players better. But that's really just what it is. They're not that great. Well, I mean, obviously Joe Thornton's going to say the Leafs are winning the Stanley Cup. He's on the Leafs. He's not going to be like, oh, yes, I'm on the Leafs. I just signed with them. I think the Lightning are going to win this year. They're looking pretty good. You know what I'm saying? True, yes. But still, Joe Thornton's a, a man of a lot of experience. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And now let's move on to the last team in the Eastern Conference, the Washington Capitals. They gained Justin Schultz, Henrik Lundqvist, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, Daniel Carr, Paul Ledoux, Cameron Schilling, and Zachary Foucault. Fuc- <laughs> they got Zach Foucault. Foucault. He's been Canadians, and now uh, he was drafted by them. Yes. Mm-hmm. My bad. I'm not, as everyone listening to this knows, I'm not the greatest at pronouncing names. But they lost Brandon Holpe, Ilya Kovalchuk, Travis Board, and Radko Gudas. But um, one thing to note here. Hank is sitting out for the season due to – is it a heart injury? It's, it's like a heart condition, and he, yeah. like, he gets COVID. It's uh, really bad. So. Yeah, so that's a big risk, and so that's a loss. But, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give him, like, a B. Like, they definitely got really good players like Trevor Van Dyke and Justin Schultz. But then they lost their star goalie, or maybe not star, but he was really good in, like, 2018, Brandon Holpe and Ilya Kovalchuk. Like I'm giving like it's a B. They definitely got some good pieces, and they're they they were a very good team. And I think they're just trying to keep their team as it is, or well, not as it is, but like at yeah. level as good as they could be. Yeah, same like production. Like I agree with you. They lost their starter. They lost Kobe, and they lost Radko Gudas. They did get you know Gudas's replacement in Van Riemsdyk. They did get Schultz. So I think the talent level kind of evens out, even though they did lose Holpe, but. I don't know. I'll give them a C-. Like, I just – same reasons as you. I just don't think they do as well. And Hank's sitting out, so that kind of sucks. They don't really have a backup option. Yeah, kind of yeah. need that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, as we previously mentioned, this is filmed – or this is being recorded on December 19th. We still have about three weeks until the season starts, so there still are a couple notable free agents remaining or that are still available. So, we got Mike Hoffman, Chara, Granlin, and Votnin. Um they're still out there. There's still more, but like that's why they weren't said because no one signed them yet. I still think the Bruins will get Chara. I can't see him going to a different team, but maybe maybe he retires. We'll find out. Hoffman, uh, Granlin, Votnin, they can really go anywhere. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to like agree with you there about Chara. He, I don't think he's going to go anywhere except to Boston. He wouldn't want to play anywhere. I think if if Boston doesn't want him, I see him retiring on the spot. But that's just what it is. But for Mike Hoffman, he's pretty good. I could see him getting – he's going to get a cheap deal if he's being signed this late. I could see him going to Boston. I could also see him go, like, to the Islanders or the Capitals. Like, those are all teams that could really use him as to improve on their already great depth and just really build up on a solid team core. Like, I could just see that. 
don't know, I, I disagree with the Islanders. They're still going to sign Barzell, but I think he can go to the Oilers. That's a, Yeah, the Oilers are definitely a good team that could use them. So they they got to use all that valuable cap space to sign Matt Barzell. Oh, yeah. That's true. But also, like, Hoffman's the best player out of all the free agents left, and that's not even really close. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blodner, and we are Twigs on the Rocks, and have a great